welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about ways you can cut yourself some slack. How are you? I'm all right too. I'm um, clad head to toe in wool. <laughs> I, I, from I mean, literally, I, I'm wearing that little um, I don't know what you call it thing that you gave me that uh, hat quarter zip, and I have the, a wool shirt underneath, and I have on wool leggings and wool underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone over the bend. Oh. You have because I'm thinking like, can I wear? fewer clothes I don't think I can <laughs> I know well <laughs> it's not it's not it's only 88 degrees here so yeah yeah it's uh we're we're gearing up for a big heat wave this weekend and um it's uh, it, it it's sort of weird if you talk to someone and they don't mention it it's stranger than if they do <laughs> It's the topic of conversation. Yeah. It really, it really is. I brought it up to Barry when I just was, I, I like to check your weather periodically. And I brought it up to <laughs> Barry. It's like, holy cow. I mean, so it's even, a, your weather is a topic of conversation here. At it's your house. Place. At our house, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like almost every single conversation I've had with someone, like I've had to call some service providers and I had to, um, go to a couple meetings today and every single person said oh how are you gonna stay cool this weekend (laughs) yeah right well that's a nice thing to think about planning how you're gonna do that but that's what one of the things that prompted this topic right right uh or uh how the weather makes what you know bad weather either extreme weather makes everything worse and yes yeah yeah and i feel compelled to say to, to let people know that you know in portland historically we only used to get about 10 days a year over 90 degrees um although you know it that's clearly changing the last few years we've had more like 20 to 30 days but we are supposed to have triple digits for three days in a row with sunday being 115 degrees it is (sighs) not normal for us that's rough and i you know it wasn't long ago you didn't have air conditioning Right? Right. Um, most people don't have air yeah. conditioning here. I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not just being a big wimp. It's going to be seriously hot here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it, it's those days in a row that make it especially challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the good news is, is that it's supposed to drop down into the 70s each night, which will help. Yeah, that is good news. Um, but yeah, so we were, we were talking about that and, and the extreme temperatures in so much of the West and particularly the Southwest. And I was talking with a client earlier this week who, you know, they've been having 117, 118 degree days in Phoenix and how hard it is to get anything done when it's like that. Yeah. 
Well, you're spending all your time talking about the weather. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> you have to. <laughs> <laughs> right. But really, truly, it's hard to get comfortable. And, right. and, you know, I'm somebody who much prefers heat to cold, but I do acknowledge that there's only so much you can do in terms of taking off clothes or you know, right. un- un- unbundling <laughs> if you have to yeah. go out in public <laughs> with, right. uh, when it's really hot out. I mean, there's... Um, and of course, it's dangerous. I mean, for for those people who don't have homes or right. have to work outside, I mean, it's 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 not just a matter of comfort, is it? It's a matter of safety. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and this client had said, you know, that she felt like for these really really hot days that they should have the equivalent of snow days. Like, you shouldn't have to work because it's so hard mm-hmm. to work. I mean. It's just so hard to be productive on um, when the weather is so extreme. Right. And so acknowledging that, and, and I mean, it'd be nice if employers acknowledged that and did that, but it, in the absence of that, acknowledging that in your own life and mm-hmm. um, cutting yourself some slack in terms of what you're actually able to get done. Yes. It seems like a really a good thing to do for self-care. Right, right. And, you know, the other thing is that different areas of the United States are different, but, you know, almost everywhere is in some way or another coming out of um, uh, pandemic restrictions. Um, You know, Oregon has had some of the tightest restrictions, I think, um, you know, for the duration. And our governor just announced that... Um, they've been aiming for a goal of having 70% of the population vaccinated and then she would lift the restrictions Mm -hmm. and we're at like 68.9. But she said that she will lift the the restrictions on June 30th if we don't meet 70% by then. So. Well, that's um, good. Yeah, and there will still be some some mask wearing requirements, but that... um, all of the all of the restrictions on number of people and households and all of those things that have been in place for the last year and a half will be lifted oh that's fantastic so around here where i think i don't know what the percentage is but it's Mm -hmm. way lower than 68.9 percent vaccinated Mm -hmm. um oh it's like there, there's no one's wearing masks. The you go to Home Depot, <laughs> nobody has a mask on. It, it's it's crazy. I got my haircut this week, and no one was wearing a mask. I mean, they and my haircut place had been extremely um, conservative, but you know, I think they're embracing the CDC uh, um, recommendations, and they're saying you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Then, but of course, I know that like half the people aren't vaccinated yet; they're not wearing right. masks either. So, right. It's, it's remarkable. Um, but boy, that freedom is going to feel good for you guys who have been really living with tight restrictions. Yeah. Um, and also, it's a little stress-inducing after like, mm. really getting myself okay with the idea of not doing anything mm-hmm. and that it's um, dangerous to do things, you know, that there's this potential danger and then all of a sudden it's like okay go do whatever you want it's like it's like an arbitrary line 
<laughs> right. Yeah. It does seem really strange. I got used to it so fast, but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, because I'm I'm just having faith that the efficacy of the vac- the vaccine and the vaccination will protect me. I mean, although I understand it's not 100 percent effective, but I'm hoping I'm in the whatever 90 percent yeah um but yeah it's uh, but but you know in this i was this applies certainly to the pandemic to extreme weather and, and but it applies to everything right we could right. all stand to cut ourselves in fact the thing that popped into my head was i was thinking about people who are grieving like you know your mother passed away not just six months ago right right and i remember after my mom passed away six years ago how my brain did not function properly for quite a while and yeah. I had to really cut myself a lot of slack that I couldn't jump right back into my business and run it efficiently. <laughs> and luckily, people were, you know, were, were, were awfully nice about it. Um, but there's just so many areas where you deserve that, right? Yeah, you deserve yeah. to. We always deserve it, probably, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I and I think that that now is a good time as. You know, people are going back to work and, and things are sort of, we're kind of in another transition to really think about um, what's important and and cutting yourself slack if you're not wherever the other people are or if something feels harder than you expected it to or, you know, wherever you're at. Because there there is also this sort of... I don't even know what you call it, like um, ambient grief. I don't know, loss, ambient loss, or mm-hmm. you know, just the loss of the last year and a half. And and so there's there's this sort of free floating grief that people may be feeling. Like mm-hmm. you know, we just sort of went through this really hard thing. It's kind of over, but not really over. And um, but we're you know sort of wanting to pretend that it didn't happen because it was not fun or easy (laughs) it sure wasn't right and the and i don't know about you but i have this sort of dread that it's going to happen again or that we think we're out of it and we're not right that's sort of this dark cloud over everything as well Yeah. Um, yeah so i think it is really helpful to be in that mindset of you know, whatever you're feeling is okay and cut yourself some slack. Like, you don't need to be anywhere other than where you are. Mm, I like that. I was just thinking, I'd like to have some sort of mantra to repeat to myself when I realize I need to cut myself some slack. Mm -hmm. And I I rather like you don't have to be anywhere other than where you are. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Maybe there's an easier way to say that to yourself. Maybe, because I was really proud of myself for getting it right. I couldn't believe you did, because I'm not (laughs) sure that I could. (laughs) Um, um, But I think, you know, I will often say to myself, like, you know, be like, this is just fine. I'm fine right where I am. Like, I don't need to be anywhere else. This is fine right where I am. Mm-hmm. And trying to to meet myself where I'm at, as opposed to, um, you know, creating stress by feeling like I should be somewhere else emotionally or physically or um, cognitively or or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking, yeah, the, yeah. I'm thinking I'm fine where I am. Mm -hmm. I think that might like work that. for me. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, the other thing I just thought of is there's been a lot of napping at our house uh -huh. <laughs> um, of late. <laughs> and I remember sort of thinking, like, you know, I slept seven and a half hours last night. Why do I need to lay down for a nap and then end up sleeping for two hours? Like, I shouldn't need to sleep that mm. much. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, uh, if I'm tired, I'm tired. Cut myself some slack. Right. <laughs> and... You know, I don't fall asleep normally in the afternoon. So if I sleep for two hours, it's probably because I needed it. Exactly. And it, it, my mother, as you know, was narcoleptic, right? So sleep right. was a thing in our house. Yeah. <laughs> and it, she always said, it, if I slept like 10 hours, which would happen fairly often, uh -huh. she'd always say, oh, you must have needed it. I'm like, excellent. Because that, I mean, talk about taking away the guilt over oversleeping or feeling like a sloth. You need right. it. Yeah. I mean, you're giving your body some rest here in when it needs it. When you've, yeah. you know, you've been through a lot of stress and all that. So that's good. Barry is napping a lot as well. I never nap. I rarely nap. But I did nap, um, I think it was last weekend or sometime. Yeah, uh, not long ago. I actually fell asleep during the afternoon in bed. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh, but it felt sure felt good. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a kindness, right? Especially if right. you're tired. It's not a, um, I feel like people feel lazy or sloth-like uh, sloth if they take a nap. But if you can do it, if you if you are lucky enough to work from home, <laughs> you, can, yeah. you can do it, then think of it as cutting yourself some slack. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Well, and I like what you just said a moment ago about being kind to yourself. It's a kindness. Mm -hmm. And... Um, like allowing yourself the the latitude to take care of yourself however you need to. Right, and giving yourself the um, benefit of the doubt that if you have an inclination that you need this, your body needs this, or your emotions need it, or your psyche needs it, mm -hmm. then you do. Trust yourself. Yeah. 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 And I think it's also useful to um, think about this sort of proactively and, you know, m maybe give some more thought to um, reducing what you're trying to get done. You know, instead of having a big, long to-do list uh, that you end up feeling bad about because you can't get to all of it, you know, what if you cut yourself some slack by... Um, reducing your tasks to something that is easy, you know, that is manageable, mm -hmm. that you know for sure you can get done. You can always add more to it, but, you know, sort of take some of that stress off of yourself of feeling like you never get to everything. Oh, I love that. I actually wrote a blog post about this not very long ago called uh, Expectations or Everything, and it was really about my task list and how I'll have this huge task list and I won't get everything. I'll get 
let's say I have a 20 items on my task list and I get 16 of them done. Instead of feeling successful for getting 16 things done, right. I feel bad for not getting the four things done. And so I was um, ruminating on trying to keep my task list shorter so that I can feel good about it and celebrate right. the successes. That's, yeah. a, that's a good way to cut yourself some slack. Yeah. And, and, and you know, just looking for the places where you can say no and um, and really be mindful of your capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, our episode a, a couple of weeks ago where you mentioned uh, that you had had to decide, make the hard decision not to take a class that you were you had signed up for. Right. And it's the same sort of thing. You, you, you had to make that decision for yourself and not beat yourself up about it. It was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, and you know, that's hard to do, but it and I think there's part of me who felt like the grown-up thing to do would be to suck it up and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think the real grown-up thing to do is to recognize that it was more than I could comfortably do and I'll have the opportunity to do something similar some other time and and to let it go and be okay with it. That's excellent. I it, I just read a book that uh, it was from the Amazon First. Is that what that's called? The the program where you get to preview oh, books. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the one that I downloaded this month or in June, which was called the Seven Day Switch. Did you happen uh-huh. to download that one? I no. didn't. Well, I kept thinking of you, and I think our readers would enjoy it. It's a novel, and uh, but I'm not gonna. I won't go into it except to say there's a one of the protagonists is a productivity expert, uh-huh. and she works way too hard, <laughs> and uh, her <laughs> expectations um, uh, were for her life were were messed up to the extent that she was really unhappy. And it's sort of a whimsical book, but it's got a really a really great I thought a great message, so I will um, put a link to it in the show notes. Oh, that's great. I don't think I've downloaded my June 1st read yet, so maybe I'll do oh. that. One. Oh, excellent. Well, time's running out. Yeah, yeah. I know. We're almost at the end. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, I, it's just I just want to encourage everyone to be kind to themselves. Yes. Wouldn't it be, if we can have that impact with this episode, wouldn't that be a great thing if people, our listeners, became kinder to themselves? Yes. Yes, I would love that. So we would love to hear from you. How are you being kinder to yourself? How are you cutting yourself some slack? You can let us know on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, we're at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. You can go to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment there. Or you can uh, leave us a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE, which is 4843. And until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. really good now. Yeah.